Hey, it's your friend Hilary, and welcome to the Bounce Back Better podcast. Your past doesn't determine your future, no matter what you've experienced. Just know that it's possible to redesign your life from today by simply drawing a line in the sand and making a choice to live your best life. Hello and welcome to the Bounce Back Better podcast. Today I have a guest and it's Caitlin Quavis. Now this lady is one buzzy, happy lady. I love her Instagram posts. I love seeing all of her posts on social media. They're all happy, smiley, I don't know, energizing posts. Well, I'm going to read Caitlin's bio that she sent me and now you'll be able to understand why she is that super happy person. Okay, Caitlin is the owner and founder of Think Happy. She is a lover of French roast coffee, golden doodles and pump up music. She believes happiness is something we each create for ourselves and that you are in the driver's seat of your own life. Outside of work, she is a mum to Eleanor and James, wife to Oakley and a dog mum to Guppy. Think Happy serves all women who struggle with juggling all the things and want to create sustainable systems to help them simplify their lives and allow them to fill up their own cup first, focusing specifically on time and task management, building sustainable habits and routines, and keeping your own cup full. The goal is always to leave you feeling happier. I love that. When I, I When I first started seeing you, you just started popping up on my feed, and I thought, who is this girl? Why is she so happy? And I absolutely love it. How did you decide to make a business around happiness, which we would mostly consider as something we're responsible for. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I guess the, the primary reason that I started this business is I was just feeling like I wanted to be more fulfilled in the work that I was doing. And so I guess just a little bit of a backstory would be helpful. So um, I left my nine to five at the end of last year to go into Think Happy full time. Um, my background is in marketing and I've always had a goal of wanting to own my own business. I just didn't really realize it would be one that I would build from the ground up. So Think Happy actually started as a book, which was published in March 2020. Um, and this book, it, it it came out because I realized people were always asking me the same question, which is, you know, Caitlin, how are you always so happy? And my answer was always the same. It's not that I'm always so happy. It's just that I'm very intentional about creating happiness in my life. And the question that always followed that was, okay, so how? How do you do that? So essentially, the book just outlines my take on um, stepping in to becoming super intentional with your own life. You know, it covers time and task management, taking care of your body, both mentally and physically, um, carving out time to serve yourself, um, things like that. So Fast forward to, you know, so the book came out March 2020. We are recording this almost in Q4 of 2023, which blows my mind. And uh, now I'm I'm sitting here focusing specifically on coaching women with time and task management, building sustainable routines, and keeping their own cup filled. And Hillary, as I'm like sitting here saying this backstory, I can't help but think how we're super paralleled because you also just published your book <laughs> I did and what I just picked up and I have to hold mine up yeah three ones in I love this book it is the same as yours really 
But mine is in the line along the lines of being self-confident and the same thing, being super intentional, to use your words, around self-confidence where you use super intentional around being happy. And Oh my goodness, I absolutely love that. Uh, I can see it's a values thing. It's, it's obviously one of your very high-end values. For, same for me, it's confidence as a value. Uh, and they are drivers behind what make us successful in what we do. Oh my goodness, Caitlin, that is absolutely fantastic. And what a great way for you to be able to serve women or support women by starting at the core of something that you believe in so deeply, being happiness. So why is happiness so important to you? And I think I just, I might have just answered that with value. That's what I think. But what, why do you think Happiness is just your number one of, of of importance. Yeah, yeah. So, gosh, I feel like that's such a loaded question because I think that happiness is something that's like so personal to each and every person. Um, I also think that the reasons behind or the drivers behind wanting to live, you know, the happiest life that you can, um, I think that those reasons can change based off of the seasons of life that you're going through um, and based off of, you know, what's happening in your life at any given moment. So for for right now, one of the reasons why my own personal happiness is, you know, really a top priority in my life is I feel like it helps me be the best mom that I can to my kiddos. And I also think that it helps me show up the best I can for everyone else in my life, whether that be my husband, my parents, my sisters, my clients, um, the community that I am, you know, putting my heart and soul into. Um, so, so that is why ultimately right now in this season of my life, why I prioritize it so much and why it's just so important to me. And I can see how important it is because you're so enthusiastic, but I actually believe that you're so enthusiastic all the time, which is uh, something that I do love about your energy is the enthusiasm. But I believe that you're right as well. It is vital that we uh, we show up as the best, especially the best mum for me. We are creating human beings and we have to create good human beings. And it doesn't matter how old your children are, they are still your children. Yeah, my children are probably your age, but they're still my children. And they, it, for me, it is important that they feel supported. That you know that they know I would be here for them. Just all of those things that a parent needs to do. We just need to be there. So it doesn't matter at what age or stage that we're in. It is still something that's vital. Also, what is it that you? How do you show up for your for the people that you work with, and how do you work with people? You mentioned a community. What is it that you uh, you intentionally, to use your word, what, do you, what is it that you intentionally do for women or how do you work with them? Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple different ways. Um, the simplest way to explain is some of the one-on-one coaching packages that um, I have women enrolled in. Right now, I'm in the process of launching a membership program, which I'm super excited about. Yes. Yes. Um, So that is just me, you know, stepping into niching down further um, to support specifically women. And so this membership is um, it's called Mom Life. It focuses specifically on um, supporting moms in time and task management, um, also on building sustainable routines, not only for themselves, but also for their entire family. Um, And then thirdly, 
And I think most importantly, keeping their cups filled because I am a firm believer that when we keep our own cups full, we're able to continue pouring out and giving, giving, giving to the, our children, to our families, to our communities. But, um, you know, the caveat to that is that we have to keep our own selves full. We have to serve ourselves first so that we can in turn show up better for those who we want to serve. And we've always heard when we get on the aeroplane, make sure we put our own mask on before we start yes. putting other masks on. That's one. I've used one before and I do motivational speaking. I've used one before where I've used, we are the tree and all the, the branches are the things in life that we support, be that your clients, your family, your friends, your children, whatever. But if the trunk is weak, we cannot hold up the branches. Mm-hmm. We have to have a really solid trunk and to have that solid trunk, we need to fill our cup. And even personally myself, I know i driven probably like you. I do get to the point where I forget to fill my cup and I can feel myself <laughs> becoming grumpy. I actually yeah. feel myself becoming grumpy. Do you ever get to that point, Caitlin? Or are you, have you got a, what is your stopping point, I suppose, is a good question. How do you stop yourself from getting to that cup, um, making sure you're filling your cup? Yeah. Um, So a lot of it is just tuning in to what your body is telling you, in my opinion. So I think that the body has this beautiful way of speaking to us, you know, and the most simple example I can give is when when you need water, your body tells you that you're thirsty. When you have to empty your bladder, your body tells you that you have to pee. Um, I think that Along those same lines, when our body, when our mind is starting to, you know, hit tilt or approach that empty state of our cup, if we want to um, continue going on with this same analogy, I think that our body tells us that. Um, And so tuning in to what your body is telling you and becoming aware of what some of those, you know, warning signs might be for you. So I can give, you know, some examples in my own life. One of my own warning signs is when I start to hyper plan things. And so I want to I want to be clear by nature. I am a planner. So every I start each week with a plan. I start each day with a plan. I plan almost down to the half hour inside of my work days. I'm a planner, but there is a very clear distinction when I start hyper planning things. Mm. Um, And for me, that is definitely a warning sign. It's me trying to, you know, hop into control, being extra controlling of, you know, the things in my life that I could control. So that is a big warning sign for me. Um, Another warning sign for me. So that's kind of like a mental warning sign. Mm. A physical warning sign for me is um, I'll start to get sick. I'll come down with a cold that maybe I just cannot shake. Um, another one is my anxiety will really start to creep up. And um, so so those are just a couple examples of, mm. you know, my own warning signs that maybe someone listening can can relate to. But I guarantee you, if, if your warning signs don't like look like mine, you still have some. Oh, I, even as you're saying that, I, I know mine. I just feel like I'm not smiling enough. 
Mm. I do, and I feel the overwhelm of I wake up with a to-do list in my head. It's like I have a to-do list that's out the gate and that stops me smiling. So I mm-hmm. can totally relate and I would guarantee that there is a huge list of warning signs that people probably as they're listening to this, they'll be ticking off in their own head. Mm, that's something I do. Oh, I do this. I do that because we, our bodies all have different ways. But I love that you showed the physical side of that, Caitlin, that there are physical ways getting sick. You know, years ago, my sister used to come and have a holiday with me. She was a super busy mum, and she would drive even just for a weekend and switch off. Every time she turned up, because she worked, she was a hairdresser, she would turn up and get cold sores on her mouth. And it was her body saying, oh, you can have a quick rest now. It, Mm -hmm. It was every time. And it was unbelievable that her body was so in tune with, you have to go, 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 go. Okay, it's rest time. Now you can get sick. Now you can get cold. Yep. She would get cold. She would get all of that. Isn't it incredible how our body... That's wild. Body, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy. So the cool thing about you understanding your body and having those reactions and noticing. So what do you do to change that? Like what's your immediate response for you personally? And then how do you try and maintain it before it falls apart again? Because we're all human and we forget to do the stuff that works. Yeah, yeah. I really love this question. Um, so there's two primary things that I'll do. Um, the first is stepping back and filling my cup. And the best way that I can ensure I fill my cup is by um, making sure I have some quiet time in the mornings. Um, so I will just get, you know, super intentional about making sure I'm getting into bed, going to sleep at a time that I'm going to feel well rested when my alarm goes off at say five or 5.30 the next day so that I can start my next day with some quiet time. Um, That's one of the first things that I do. The other thing that I do is a little more tactical, if you will. Um, I do a brain dump. I love doing brain dumps. And personally, I will only do them with pen and paper. I think that there is something, some magic that goes on where transferring just everything that's in your head onto the piece of paper. Um, So I will write down, sometimes it's pages um, of just everything that's floating around in my head, all of the tasks, all of the to-dos in no particular order, just as they come to me, I will write them down. Um, And there's something about freeing up the mental real estate and then taking, taking it now that it's on paper and organizing it so that I feel, um, so that I feel like I have more of a game plan. Because oftentimes, even though we have so much floating in our heads, so many tasks, so many to do's, we don't have to do every single one of them right now. And I have found that when you do this huge brain dump, it helps you to, you know, create a game plan and look at things from, you know, from 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 a bird's eye view and say, oh, OK, well, maybe these are the things that are most time sensitive or are most critical to my business or are most critical to my household running, you know, whatever it might be. And the rest of these, um, I still need to do them, but I do not need to do them right now. Does Mm -hmm. that answer your question? Yes, it does. And I, there is neuroscience research that proves getting out of your head and writing things down, getting like, written is the best way. So well done you. And yeah, I can completely, I, I pretty much do something similar to get anything out. I have a notebook with me, even in my handbag. 
a little one and I just need to Me write too. things down. Because if we rely on ourselves to remember, and I think you used a, the, all the words in your head, and I was trying to think of an analogy at the same time because I could see what you were saying. I was like, oh my goodness, if you can imagine a head with just so much swimming around in it while you're trying to function as a human and be a mum and run a business and be a wife and you know walk the dog and organise everything that you have to organise, <laughs> currently with sick children and everything that we do. If you've got all that scrambling going on in your head, how can you function optimally? Like, how can you? Yeah. It's almost impossible. So getting it out is so good. And I love the way that you, you're pretty much just prioritizing it when, once you've got it out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, for, for me, I find that, you know, it feels like a physical burden is somewhat lifted when just like as soon as I do that brain dump, it is a physical feeling of relief that I have. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, it's almost like a soup, <laughs> getting that soup out of your head. It's yes. Lots of vegetables, that, that's what I'm saying. So can, in your experience, working with helping people be happy, I know, I know the answer to the question is yes, so maybe I'm going to ask, how long does it take? How long does it take a person to go from being sad to being happy? Oh, gosh. I think that that really is going to depend on each individual person's deep down desires um, and how willing they are to put in the time and energy to become happy. So say, for instance, if someone is is coming to me and says that they aren't feeling happy, says that they want to feel happy one thing that I am going to get very clear on with them is, you know, I can give you all of the tools, I can give you the encouragement, um, but ultimately, you have to be the one that rolls up your sleeves and does the work, you know, mm. creating happiness for your life um, takes energy, it takes effort, it takes ongoing effort. It's not a finish line that you cross once and get to check off your list. Mm. Um so I know that's kind of an indirect answer to your question, but um, yeah, if someone's not willing to do the work, then I would be willing to bet that their journey to finding happiness would be a pretty long one. <laughs> oh, I, I love the word roll up the sleeves and do the work. I can picture everything you say. It's, it's a choice really, isn't it? It's a choice to put the work in or not. Mm -hmm. It's a choice to, choose to change your life or, or not, which is everything I believe in. I think we just have so many similarnesses. Yours comes from a place of being happy because I ultimately know. happiness takes you to success where you are going. And, it, and it's the same with me with self-confidence. They're just words we use. But if we unpack those words for you, it's becoming organized, being clear about what you want, making, I love the way you use the word intentional a lot, intentionally going to where you want to be noticing what's working mm -hmm. and go back and fix it. I'm just summarizing, but I feel like that's where we're headed, which is so similar because yes. I think intentional an intentional life is important and and I've often used and I've noticed it being used more often now is we are either in the driver's seat of our life or we're a passenger and I thought that's what was in your bio wasn't it <laughs> so yes if we if we don't take control of our happiness of our self-confidence of what we want in life we end up sitting in that passenger seat and not not having, I'm going to say the word control in a positive way, the control over where we are wanting mm -hmm. to go or be. 
I'm going to ask, go to a more personal question, Caitlin. You are, we already discussed, yeah, right? please. You're, you're a mum and you've got little ones. And right mm-hmm. now you've got a sick little one. So you've got somebody not. I well. do, how, I do. How do you juggle mum life, mom life? How do you juggle your mum life with your business life? How does that work for you? And it must be super busy. <laughs> it is very busy um, between being a mom of two kids under three years old um, and starting a business from the ground up. Those those three elements are always keeping me on my toes, but just in the best way possible. Um, I think that the, if I had to sum up how I juggle the two, it would be by always having a game plan. Um, but I also... <laughs> have a plan for if my game plan does not go according to plan. So something that I feel pretty strongly about is um, building flexibility into any habit or routine or goal that you might be after. And the reason I believe that is because just life has a way of throwing us curveballs. And the one thing that we can be certain of is we will get thrown curveballs. So how do we prepare for that? You know, we build in flexibility. Um, we the the best thing you can do is no curveballs are going to come and be prepared for it ahead of time. Uh, a couple tips that I have would be um, making your to do list before you're ready to start tackling it. That is a big one that I do. Um, if I don't have time to make my to do list the night before, um, I'll make it first thing in the morning before I actually start working. So when the house is still quiet, um, maybe while I'm drinking my cup of coffee. Uh, The reason I do that and the reason why I think your listeners should try that too is most of the time when we first sit down to start working or to check things off of our to-do list, we could define that as our A-game brain power. Well, we don't need our A-game brain power when we're making our to-do list. No. That, that doesn't require A game. That could be, you know, B or C game brain power. So rather than taking up that A game time, um, let's just already have the list ready. Let's already know what we're going to dive straight into and make the most out of every ounce, every second of that A game time. Um, another thing that I do is I will identify, and this one was huge today with my sick kiddo, um, I'll identify the top one two or three most important tasks on my to-do list. Um, Those aren't necessarily the first one, two or three things that I do each day, um, but they are drivers. They help me, you know, stay between the lines when I'm going uh, throughout my my work day. And so a lot of times um, as a business owner, those top three things will consist of, you know, some way of serving my current clients and some way of lead generation of, you know, trying to grow my business so that I can have the opportunity to serve even more clients. So I feel like I was just talking a lot. (laughs) No, no, that was perfect. And we will put you a a link to a website uh, at the end um, in this so you people can connect with Caitlin and check out what she does to make people happy. You said something really pertinent to me just in there around using the A-game part of your brain. And 
And there is mm-hmm. so much research. I, like, I love neuroscience research, but I love the brain-based stuff where we only have a limited amount of A game brain space available per day. So if we mm-hmm. start using yep. it up on stuff that doesn't need it, we run out. And people are yep. pretty much unaware of it. The, the same, you could look at that with willpower. We only have a certain amount of willpower a day as well. So for people that you know, are trying mm-hmm. to make sure they give up something or start something, if they're constantly being tested on, on that thing, it, because it's around them, let's use, say you were trying to, I don't know, give up eating chocolate biscuits, and you have them in the house, every time you walk past them, there's that, there's that temptation being chipped away at. That's the same as your yep. brain space. So if we use it on tasks that don't need the A, a game, oh my goodness. But I lo- also love that, yes, you're a lister. You're a lister and you get it out of your head and you start prioritising and then just prioritising what's important and mm-hmm. probably letting stuff go, Caitlin, being okay to go, and yep. that's okay. I was going to say it makes me think of – Something that I like to remind myself very regularly, and that is sometimes we have to say no to good opportunities so that we can have the space, the time, the bandwidth, the capacity to say yes to great opportunities. So what you had just said about, you know, sometimes you have to let things go. That was what came to my to my mind. Yeah. And being okay with that. We just... I always think mm-hmm. when we are just on the supermother treadmill, and especially you right now, you are on the supermother treadmill. That's you. It's like you get up in the morning, you get on your treadmill, and it is go, 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 because there's so much happening in your world with small children and running <laughs> a business. And you know, even in my book, I put it down to we are. You've also got to be a wife, and you've got to remember to be, you know, in a in a relationship that supports him, but a relationship that's about each other. And there is so much that women. I think in the earlier years where you are now, it is just such the supermother treadmill. It is super crazy. I always feel like you're on a treadmill and someone's just dangling a carrot in front of you and you're just running to grab that <laughs> carrot, but it's just out of reach because there is so much happening. Yep. And on the sidelines, you've got people cheering you on. Yay, go Caitlin, go Caitlin. Um, but yeah, the supermother yes. treadmill, that is so where you're at. And you just wake up every morning. In my head, I wake up every morning, I'm lying in bed. I put my Wonder Woman costume on and go, I am good to go. So I just I just be Wonder Woman in my head. I put my bracelets on so, you know, what other people, they just wards off the negativity. Yes. I put my lying lasso on so I don't kid myself. That's the big one. And then I just yes. believe I have superpowers and carry on through the day. That that is. Actually, I love it. I love that. That's who I have to be. So... What do you think that is the most important thing that people need to focus on to have happiness with a business, with a family? What is like the yeah. number one thing that is the biggest focus for you? I'm going to go back to something that you brought up a little while ago, and that is just being in the driver's seat of your own life. You know, you can sit in the passenger seat and still get from point A to point B, but you don't get to pick the route. I want to pick the route. It's my life. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to have the the control of and and I don't mean control in a negative way. Have you ever seen the movie The Holiday? There is a scene in that movie where the uh the older gentleman is is telling oh, I'm going to have to while we're here I'm going to google the names of these characters so that I don't butcher this. The holiday characters. <laughs> This is just way too funny. I can't believe I'm Googling this right now, but it's worth it. Okay, so 
Arthur is telling Iris how, you know, you need to be the leading lady in your life. Like, don't be the supporting character to the leading lady when it's your life. You get to be the leading lady. Mm. And I just always think of that scene, how, you know, leading lady, driver's seat, whichever analogy you want to use, ultimately, they all mean the same thing. And that is, it is your life. So that driver's seat is yours. That leading lady role is yours. So step into it. Mm, Own it. You need to own it, don't you? Own it. Well, Caitlin, such great, um, I don't know, words of wisdom from uh, the super mum who's on the super mother treadmill. And we'll put the link to your website here underneath. So if anyone wants to connect with you and just if people are interested in checking out Caitlin's program, when are you launching your new program? That will be starting um, middle of October. So depending on when this airs to your lovely listeners, could be just a couple days away. (laughs) I think that will probably work. Now you've just given me a shuffle on. Why not? Uh, Okay. So and you you mentioned there was a, a brain dump resource that you could share. Yes, yes, I would love to. Um, So first of all, and probably easiest, I'll share the link with you. um, So you can put it in the show notes. But also, um, you can find it on my Instagram. So just in that, uh, the Instagram bio link and click on the freebies. And there is a brain dump worksheet there that walks you through not only um, getting everything out of your head and onto paper, but also organizing it and and creating a game plan out of it. Uh, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. People, I know what it takes to create a resource. And sometimes people think, ah, oh, it's a freebie, it's nothing. But we don't create resources unless they're useful. And I'm, I'm, be, I'm downloading it Very as soon true. as I get it. It's gonna, I'm on it. I'm going to get on your uh, brain dump. Amazing. Love it. And it's always good to see how somebody else does something because it could tweak the way I currently I agree. do something. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're not set in stone. Yep. Well, Caitlin, that's been great. Thank you so much for sharing your time. And I know you're at night and I, I'm in the morning where I am. It's uh, <laughs> nice and early in Australia. What time is it where you are? It is almost 4 p.m. Well, that's not too bad. Over in, we're about, what, we're about say, No, no, not too bad. Yep, I'm in Houston, Texas. Ah. Oh gorgeous accent okay well thank you so much for sharing your time with us and and helping i hope we this just enlightens someone as a reminder that to be happy i think you need to be intentional and it's probably like everything in life but what a fabulous reminder so we will uh, for the bounce back better podcast remember my tip is to always when you listen to this please text a girlfriend and just remind them how amazing they are and maybe you could use the word happy in your text today maybe your text could be um i hope you have a super happy day and if not i hope this text makes you smile so anyway that's uh, for me this week and i will catch you next week bye (laughs) 